Well, hello there and welcome to another episode of the Business Ministry and Money Podcast with Catherine Storing and... And Kimberly Jones. <laughs> you are probably so excited to hear us be so cute together. Right. <laughs> Maybe the word's not cute, but you know, we're just hams. We're total hams. Yeah. <laughs> we are so excited uh, to bring you uh, this last episode of the season. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this power. They're not really episodes. They have been like life lessons, like conversations with two dear friends that really, really care about you and that really have poured themselves out and really brought you full lessons. They were not just podcast episodes. Right. They were full on lessons, right? These were like, I was just thinking as you were saying that, not episodes. These were like master classes. Yeah. You know, really, I was thinking about how Oprah does her master class and has, yeah. these were master class level conversations that would really, if, if you folks who are listening and who have listened will take it to heart, these conversations will change your life. They would. And, and, and just make sure that you listen to them because they all build up from each other. We didn't even plan it that way, but they right. did. And now we're ending the, the season on a really, really high note. I'm really, really glad that the last two episodes about identity crisis. Oh my God. Those yeah, last two. That was hot. <laughs> that, those were so, and then so timely because if you, I know you're having also conversations with other people that this season has been such a growth season. It's not just for us, but for everybody that is called. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, you, you just have to be able to, the Bible talks about this, um, interpret the signs of the times. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know we talk about that when we talk about end days because we know that Jesus is coming again. But there's also something to be said about interpreting the season that you're in and then exhibiting behaviors that are conducive to that season. Mm, so good. Yeah, there, there has to be fruit. Yes. It has to be fruit. Even when you're out of season, there has to be fruit remaining yeah. from the previous season. Yeah. There yeah. has to be something to be said. I was telling my, my students this morning, uh, if I go to your Facebook page right now, will I know what you do? Or would I see cats and dogs? Wow. And cute babies. Mm. Right? Ooh, that's good. Right? So do we look like what we say we are? Wow. Wow. That's just a little bonus one. So <laughs> that's a good one. Make sure that you subscribe so you can um, be notified when we come back. And if you miss all the other episodes, this is the perfect time for you to catch up because um, there were so many nuggets and so many things that we share. And today we just really want to wrap up what we have brought you and just share with you the importance of being ready getting ready and staying ready. That's, that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah, we sure do. All of that, all of that. Um, you know, this is our last uh, episode of the season. And I think, you know, with the topic that we, that we're going to be discussing today, it's so, um, it's so relevant to, to this and what we're doing, because even though we won't be on for a few weeks, guess what? It does not mean that the work stops. It does not mean that all of the principles, all the concepts that we've shared with you, all of the golden nuggets that we've shared with you doesn't mean that those come to a screeching halt. Even in seasons where, you know, it seems like it's a, a great opportunity to kind of sit back and relax, it's not. You got to KIM, you got to keep it moving so that, listen, when we pick up again, we don't have to go over that old stuff, right, Catherine? Absolutely not. No, this is going to be an amazing summer. And it's funny how summer begins as of this recording this Friday, which we're so excited about. And I know we are going to keep our running shoes on. I know literally and figuratively. And we are just got, we'll tell you at the end, all the things that we have going on together and separately. But this summer is not, yeah, we're going to have fun, but yeah. we're going to be doing some serious work because we have we have been ready and we'll continue to stay ready. And I want to, we wanted to talk about what happens when God says stop. And many yeah. times that happens. And that was a season that you and I were both for a while in what, what were you doing while, while, and then I'll, I'll tell you what I was doing. What were you doing while, while God had a hand on almost like, you know, just, just yeah. for a minute. 
Yeah, like his hand was up there, like saying, okay, just stop right here. Um, and when, when God says that, at least for me, it was stop, right? It was stop doing the old stuff. But it was also an indication from him that I needed to start doing something else. Mm -hmm. So in the season where I was stopped as far as repeating old behaviors, old strategies and things of that sort, I was listening. So it was a season where I was listening, I was learning, I was gleaning, I was positioning myself um, for new strategies and new methodologies and uh, just new vision, which was, you know, so much bigger and so much greater than what God had given me in the previous season. But he did say to me, stop it, just stop it. <laughs> How about you? It is hard when you are, I don't want to say a workaholic, but really passionate. About workaholic, workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Um, yeah, really passionate about what you do. I'm very passionate about what I do. And it fuels me. Like some people have an issue of not being able to get started. My issue is the opposite of yeah. stopping yeah. and walking yeah. away. So yeah. for me, it was a great time for me to wrap up tie ends. There was a couple of projects that were dragging on for different okay. reasons. So I was able to okay. dedicate my time to do that. Okay. I was able to uh, let go of some relationships and that was work. Yeah. That, that was yeah. real work. And, and I got to a point and I don't know if you've ever been to that place and I was surprised something happened and I was shocked. Something happened and I was like, I wasn't hurt. I wasn't mm -hmm. even hurt. It was right. amazing. It was like, that was, it was no personal. I know it wasn't. Um, goodbye. Right. It's okay. And it's okay. It was okay. Right. You're okay. So, we were so okay. I didn't, right. I didn't, I didn't cry. I didn't lose sleep over it. It, it. Nobody, I was not the victim. They were not the victim. It was just our time together. Has come to almost like they, I don't know if you watch those cartoons, the um, the Warner Brothers, where at the end they will say, That's all, folks. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. And they had a little song and they cry and stuff. But I was like, That's all, like that was it, right? So, this is really interesting, and I didn't even think about this as we were talking in the green room before we uh started the, the podcast live. But I had a conversation earlier. Um, with a friend of mine, and we were talking about, you know, knowing when to say when in a season. Like, you got to know when to say when in a season. And what happens is that you you got to start turning. You, you got to start turning. Like, you know, when you have those big ships that are on the ocean, like those cruise liners and stuff, like they don't get to the, to the point where they want to turn and then start turning right there. They got to start preparing themselves for a turn a long, 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 long distance before they're at that point where they're going to maneuver uh, that ship a different way. And it may even seem like it's at a standstill, but all they're doing is positioning themselves for the turn. And we were talking about that this morning, how sometimes we get so stuck in a rut that we don't, we don't ever stop and prepare ourselves or position ourselves for the turn. It's still movement, but it's slowed down and it's intentional, and it's focused and it has a target. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. So talking about, so you said knowing when to say when. Yeah. And, and that's going to be tougher when what you're doing is good. Oh, yes. Right? Let's talk about that for a minute because we, we have been doing some great stuff. Right. We, right. we have been helping people. Lives have been changed. And God is saying almost like it's the end of the school year. Because this is, this is what I learned about God. He's so funny. You know how children or even young adults just finish school? They just finish now. Mm -hmm. they, have a, a, they have a predetermined date when graduation comes, when the course begins and the ends. With Jesus, with God, he doesn't give us a date. He really doesn't. So we don't know when we finish the, 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 the work. It's just mm -hmm. done. And then he'll just have this little belt or he just stop everything and be like, okay, now you're going to the next grade. Right. Right. And we're like, but wait, I'm so into it. But wait, I'm, I'm enjoying this. 
Yeah, you because know, we get good at it. We get good at it, and we get at to the top of the um, to the totem pole. It's like we're at the top of our game. You know, it's almost like, and I, I talk about this in one of the books that I'm writing. Um, I talk about how when you I'm go sorry, to one, one, uh, one I caught that. <laughs> I really got past that really quick. I'm talking about that in one of the books I'm writing, and I just try to, you know, move. I can't say that. I can't say that too loud to Catherine's story. Yeah. But um, I, I talk about how difficult it is to go from elementary school to middle school to high school. Because the way that our schools were structured is when you got to fifth grade in elementary school, like you were the stuff. Like you were at the top of the totem pole. Like you had it going on. All the first graders and second graders and third graders and fourth graders looked up to you because what? You were a fifth grader. But what happens when you go to fifth grade in the sixth grade in the middle school? You go right back down. You got to build momentum. You're still learning, but you're building from a different platform. So you're saying that when we are at the top, like you call it, of the totem pole, we're comfortable. Yeah. And when we graduate, we go to the beginning, the learning scale begins. Yes. It's almost like the reset button is pushed. And that is, it's almost like when you're playing a video game and you're playing a level that you know really well. Yeah. You know that level. And like, if you're showing somebody else, like, okay, this is the level. And they're like, you're really good. Right. And once you pass that level, and you go to the new level and you die within like nanoseconds, it hurts. And it looks like you suck. It just looks like you are so awful. Right. Oh my goodness. No, like, no, 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 no. You're almost tempted to say, listen, no, no, no. Can I just show you what I did in the other level? Like I killed it. I broke records. They yep. have my picture on the top. Yep. Like, yep. My name. Like what do they say? Like this performance doesn't, doesn't, it's not commensurate to what I could do. Exactly. And that's exactly. human. And that you, is so human to you, want to uh, maintain that status. It is. You, you, and then you just kind of walk around with egg on your face. Like, man, <laughs> really not even me. Like what's going on? Like, God, really? You're making me start here, you know? And you feel like a novice and you feel... But it's all relative because you're on a whole new level. You're on a whole new level. So what do you do, Catherine, when that shift happens? Like when you're going from one place to the next, God tells you to stop it with the old stuff um, because he's going to do something new. And you're kind of like in this in-between stage. What, what are we supposed to do with that? We are supposed to listen better. And, and that's something that I'm, I'm getting really better at. Okay, you have been pulling on my ear because I was, you know, he's very, he's very, discreet he's not he's, just, he's not a yeller he's, he's he's not hispanic he's not a yeller at all like he just he whispers he's very very dignified you know like he just does his thing and then eventually he starts pulling your ear because you know that didn't work and then um once you realize that he's been talking to you based on by changing your surroundings with people uh geographical sometimes yeah. it just things just things end abruptly Things yeah. like that happen, right? Then what I have learned to do is then I begin to ask better questions. Instead of saying, why me? And how come they did that to me? And how come they didn't pick me? And how come me, 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 right? I'm like, how are you using this? Before I make a decision, which decision would you like me to take? Which yeah. decision would you want me to make? And that then puts the ball back on his court where he always should have been. Right. And then, and then I'm just waiting because I already asked the question and I know he's not deaf. Yeah. So then he answers. But in the meantime, I heard somebody said, and I loved it. And I said, oh, I'm going to use that. Somebody said, um, pray, but tie your camel. Mm. I was like, oh, I like that. So you're going to pray for God to do something. But what is the stuff that you need to do in the meantime oh. that you can do? God's yeah. doing the, the pray part. God can do that. But the part that you can handle, that's the part that you should be doing because exactly. you can. I like, like it. Is that good? That is really good. So, um, so what you're saying is even though God tells us to stop doing old stuff, that in that season, there is still something for us to do. Like there's some, like we can't come to a, a screeching halt, not doing anything like, you know, like a, a spoiled brat, you know, if I can't have it my way, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to play at all. Right? right. And sometimes we get that mentality um, when we are striving to be better in business or better in ministry 
we're like, it wasn't like this before. It didn't take this much before, you know? It, it didn't require this much of me before. And if we're not careful, we will just, we'll become paralyzed in a season where we're really supposed to be positioned. Yeah, they are still people that need prayer. Yeah. They are ministries that still need us. They are yeah. part of our business that still need to operate. Some, some yeah. divisions or some programs will be um, downgraded or eliminated completely, but there are others where you can still uh, make a difference while you build, because it's time to build as well. There are so many things that you can build. Um, I had the chance to um, finish a big, two big projects, and then I wrote a short ebook that I wouldn't have been able to write if yeah. I hadn't, if I was doing all the things that I like doing. Right. So God gives us the gift of time, and mm -hmm. we have to see it as that. Right. The gift of time. time. The gift of time. That reminds me of a scripture in Ecclesiastes where it says that the, the race isn't given to the swift of the strong. It's, it says, but to, to each man um, is given chance and time. Mm -hmm. Chance and time. And, you know, many times we think that, you know, we need all the money in the world. You know, we need people to know our names. But when you think about that and you think about what you just said, when we have chance, which is opportunity, right? And we have time, then we have everything that we need. It's just dependent upon what we do with that chance and that time. What do we do with that time that we have in these seasons of transition? What are we doing? Are we using that time wisely? Are we using our opportunities wisely? Because I think with me and you, we've talked about this a lot, is that there are some opportunities that in this season, while God is transitioning and shifting, how we position ourselves or how he's positioning us in these different arenas, there's still other stuff going on. There are other stuff going on and they are going to be, the good thing is that as we being, and I love how you, you may use the analogy of the ship being turned. Yeah. Because sometimes the, the only thing that needs to change is the, 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 the location, the, the, not the location, the orientation of where we're going. We're doing the right things. We're just not oh, tapping yeah. the right market. Yeah. Because once the shift is switched to the right orientation, then you are exposed to a whole different market. Wow. Wow. They ain't nothing wrong with the ship. It's just that the ship was going to the wrong town. Wow. Orientation. Change in orientation. That's all it is. Because I was telling you before that I'm in a new location and I did not change one iota about who I am, how I show up. I just, I just made a geographical change. And that made all the difference in the world. Like, all the difference. I feel like, um, like when the sower was, was uh, dropping seeds, I feel like I was planted in good ground. That's how it feels like. Like, all the conditions are right. And right. I have enough water, I have enough air, I have enough sun. I have mm. the soil is right, like everything is just operating the right way. And I, I this the seed didn't change. Right. It's just the location. Different soil? Different soil. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. Um, so when we're we're talking about this and we're speaking to those who are, are listening and have been listening to our previous episodes, and we've given you all this great information. And I don't think that you know, God would have you to tune in and to be listening to this if there was not a purpose to it. So I, I know that this particular episode is to encourage you that in those seasons of transition, that you got to stay on ready. You got to stay on ready. What does that mean, Catherine, to stay on ready? Oh my God. It just, I just had a flash of Abraham. This is a very Abrahamic moment right now. Because when God told Abraham to move, he didn't give him the address. He just said, start moving. Now, Abraham was a very wealthy man. So for a very wealthy man, that there was no U-Haul, okay? Uh, no way of packing all that up, right? And then say, just, you know, FedEx it to me or something. So they had to pick all the camels and all the herd and all the children and all the servants and the tents and start moving. And he did. And when God revealed the location, he was already on the way. Yeah. 
And that's where God wants, that's what he wants from us, to have the faith. Wow. Spiritually, sometimes for real, like you have to pack physically and be packed up. So when the information comes, when you get the telegram, when you get the text, when you get the information, you don't have to say, oh, I need to pick up my place. My business needs to shift. You can say, "Um, great, we'll be there. We'll be there. I'm already on the way. I'm I'm already on the way. That's good. I'm already on the way. There's a lot of implications to that. That means that you are, you're still making progress. I don't care how much progress it is or how little progress you may think that it is, or it might seem like you are still moving as long as you keep on moving. I remember when I transitioned from Maryland to Atlanta and it was kind of like one of those Abraham moves for me too. I heard God audibly say to me, you need to get to Atlanta. Okay, I said, God, if that's you, I need you to say it again. He said, you need to get to Atlanta. I was in my car, driving on the Beltway in D.C., and I'm telling you, I was, that thing really messed me up, but I knew it was the voice of God, and I did that. I came, I got my daughter all packed up, moved here, and I didn't know that my moving here um, was just so part of my destiny that God had already He had already set up everything, everything, everything. My husband was here. The church was here. um, The business was here. Our relationship, me and you, was was here because all of that is connected. And we don't realize it, you know, but we got to be on our way. We got to be on our way so that when God opens up these different opportunities, you know, we're talking about opportunity knocking. Listen, you got to be standing at the door. And if you're not moving, and if you're not, you know, at the door, the right door, when opportunity knocks, what are you going to do? You're going to be, you're going to be out of place. You're going to miss the opportunity. Right. And I love what you said. I want to go back there real quick. You said that when God told you to go from Maryland to the, um, to uh, Atlanta, that He had already prepared everything. Everything. But you had no idea. No. You, and, he, and he didn't tell you either, did he? No. But you did it. No. You still did it. No, no job, Catherine. No place to live. No, I, I was clueless. Wow. And look at now, um, your family could not love you more. Like, they, they you don't even know where to put you, right? Have an amazing husband, right? Your, your son is thriving off to college. Business yeah. is thriving. The church. Yeah. Everything, right? We men, you know, right. we wouldn't have met. If you were in DC, we wouldn't have met. That's right. Um, and all because that Abrahamic moment of God said move. God said move. God said move. So if we can trust him when he said move, then we also have to trust him when he says stop. Right. It takes the same amount of faith. It's right. It's right. We can go back to the whole um, example of Abraham. So he told Abraham, I'm going to give you a seed. I'm going to I'm going to allow you to have a son. There was a whole season where he didn't see anything happening. He tried to do it himself with Hagar and, you know, produce something that was not God. Right. And so in essence, Abraham was in this still season of, I, I can't do anything, God, until you work this miracle. He was 99 years old when the manifestation, it was 13 years, 13 years. And to him, I'm sure it seemed like, you know, nothing's, nothing's happening. Nothing's being produced in my life. Right. And God allowed it to get to a point because they did not have the medications that they have these days. Right. So God allowed it to get to a point where it had to be a miracle and move of God for it to happen. Had to. Had to be a miracle. Had to be a miracle. Oh my goodness. I know that there is somebody listening right now and where you are right now, you don't see. You don't see any way that anything good could come out of this season of your life. It seems like everything is at a standstill. Your, you know, your client base might be decreasing instead of increasing. Um, you may feel like you're in a drought when it comes to ideas right? You may have fog in your brain in this season, but 
it does not, it, it do, it's not what it looks like. Mm. It is not what it looks like. So you got, Catherine said it. She said, you have to be willing to listen in those seasons where God says, stop, slow down. I'm doing something different. I'm changing your orientation. We got to be willing to listen and not be carried away by what we see. So powerful. So powerful. And the thing that we have to remember is that we don't need many things to change. One little thing. Ooh. One thing. Because sometimes maybe, maybe your whole, I love when you said that, that your clientele has shrunk. But guess what? God can replace all them people with one client. One. One client that is less high maintenance. And I can be a witness to that. Less high maintenance. More, like with more willingness to, to do the work. And that will pay one bill on top of the other. Like one stack bill on top of the other. So don't think, it's like when people start talking, I think we talked about this at the beginning, where people say that they're not good men anymore and like they're just so discouraged and they're, and it's like, like what's going to happen? I'm like, well, you don't need hundreds of good men. Right, <laughs> right. You just need one. Just one. That's all it takes. And I know God has one, right? So, Please know as you listen that your situation is one faithful prayer away. Okay. And, and even, and even, so I just love how, how awesome he is because he even lets us know that we can pray for our own belief to be healed. He doesn't even, he doesn't even care if we don't believe that much. As long as you tell him, listen, I want to believe I'm just having a hard time right now. The way my faith is set up, right? I want to believe. But can you help me out with that? I help my unbelief. Yes. He is okay with that. He is okay. So we so that means that in those seasons that we can't, we can, we can come before God and be transparent and say, Lord, this is where I am. This is what I need. I'm struggling in my faith. I'm struggling believing. I don't want to get off course, you know. Instead of just sitting in that season, you know, being mad or upset or angry that you're not where you would desire to be, that you can still have those conversations with God and say, Lord, help my unbelief, you know, help my, help me in, in this weak season of my life, because I know you're doing something. Show me what you're doing and he'll do it. He will, won't he? He'll do it. He will so do it. He just wants to know, can I use you in whichever way? Him and those, they are... And now, you know, we, we have used so many athletic uh, analogies. Why stop now? Paul did right. it. Right? There are some players that are utility players. And we have those in the church. I'm sure you have those at church. Where you have people, they can do one thing. You can call on them and they can perform one task. And they can do it really well. Yeah. And on the other hand, there are these other players and these other people, church people that you can call on them to do any task. It can be clean the floor. It can be go deliver the message on a Sunday morning. Right, right. And they will be equally prepared and willing. It's That's true. what God wants to know in this season. Can you, can you be okay with that? Can you be okay uh, if I use you in, in a very small way Wow. while I prepare you to use you in a big way? Wow. Mm, can you be used? Yeah. In a small way while I'm preparing to use you in a big way. I thought about, we, and we talked about this and this year being so different than 2018, even 2017 and before, uh, for business and, and, and in that perspective. Um, but how there have been things, you know, even though it's been kind of a, I'm changing your orientation season. God has all also opened up some amazing opportunities to touch some, some people's lives in different ways that he hadn't done before. So like you said, am I willing to pick up the phone and have that conversation, that one-on-one -on -one with that conversation um, versus being on a stage of thousands or millions of people? Will I be faithful over this one phone call in this season? Will I be faithful in studying the word you know, or delivering the word or teaching the word in this season to a room of 10 people versus 10,000 people. Right. <laughs> right. I had a conversation with someone the other day and she was telling me how she went through a really rough time 
And um, she said she called you. I didn't even know that. She said, I called her. I called her crying and I had to talk to her. And you answer and you talk to her. Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, I know how busy you are. I know how much stuff you have going on. And you wow. just made yourself available. And that made, so. it may not have been a lot to you. Wow. But to that person, that was over two years ago. That person still talks about that phone call. Wow. And who knows what you had going on in that season? Who knows mm -hmm. how, much, how much stuff you had going on in your own business, house, church, whatever. Wow. And you still made that time to take, to make, to take that phone call. Yeah, you got to be sensitive. got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you know. You just do. Because God says, if you're faithful over a little, I'll make you ruler over much. Mm -hmm. And that, that goes with, or that applies to everything in our life, whether it's our finances, our business, our ministry, our time. Faithful over this time, over this season. You know, we talked about it the other day too, Catherine, about, you know, um, these seasons are seasons of preparation. Yeah. They're, they're preparing you for something greater. And so it's just like, you know, go back to Abraham again. I always say that when he was on the backside of the desert, seemed like he was in a still season, like he was doing nothing. But listen, he was learning. What was he learning? Patience back there. He was learning resilience back there. He was, he was developing leadership skills back there. Because when he came from back there, guess what? He had a whole nation to lead. And what did he need? Patience, resilience, leadership skills. And those things are being honed in him in what might have seemed like a wilderness season. Right, right. And, and you know what occurred to me while you were talking? When was Abraham alive? You and I were not alive. Right. He, he had no idea who we were. So right. part of the things that he had to go through was because of you and me. Right. So we need to realize that there are some people watching or the books that we are going to be writing or the talks that we're going to deliver, the messages that we're going to deliver. We're going to talk about this season and we're going to talk in such a way that the people in that season at that time, yeah. they'll know that we actually went through those things. Oh, that's good. That's good. We never know who we're impacting, right? We have no idea who we're suffering for. We have no idea. We have no idea why we're being uh, benched. And for a star athlete, being benched is Ooh, everything. Like a slap in the face. <laughs> right. Because you have scouts coming to watch you. Yes. Right? You have, you have scores to maintain. You have a reputation. Everybody knows you're a star athlete. And now there's a very important game. And you're not going to start. Not only are you not going to start, you're not going to play at all. Right, you're talk on the bench. You're on the about, yeah, talk about hitting your pride where it really hurts. Yeah, because you, you, you're like, I got the skill set. Like, you know, I have a track record to prove it. So, you know, why am I being benched in this season? But, you know, I, again, the Bible says his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. It just don't, it, we, it's, we can't even fathom it with our natural mind. We can't put his ways or his thoughts in the context of our human natural thinking. Doesn't fit, doesn't work. Right, but then what does a star athlete do between that game and the next game? Do they go and eat bam bands and not go to the gym because they did not play in that game? That star athlete needs to train just like he thinks that he's going to play. Oh, that's good. And then if he gets benched again, he still goes to the gym the whole week. He still. And the next week, and the next week, and then that when, when the time is right, and he, his name is called, he's not going to be like, oh, coach, you know, I just, I just went, I went in last night, and I had everything I could find to eat, and I'm not in good shape. Right. You weren't using me. I wasn't, and I was benched for like three or four weeks, so I thought you weren't going to use me this week. Ooh. And that's the last thing I want to say to God. Because you were not using me, I did not exercise those gifts. Right. 
Right. I didn't keep, I didn't sharpen my skills. I didn't, you know, I didn't learn anything new. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't certify myself, equip myself, train, you know, get training that I needed. I didn't invest in myself. I just sat there because it seemed to me as if you weren't doing anything with me. Right. It's having that cane attitude. I'm reading, I'm, I'm reading Genesis again and I've read it and it was like, he gave the worst offering and he had an attitude on top of everything else. Right. Well, you don't get to have an attitude. You are in the wrong and God told him as such. You don't want to be found a fault, then don't give a crummy offering and we'll be good. Right. <laughs> God was just like, he was such, such a gangster moment. Like, why you have an attitude right now? <laughs> like, give me something better. And then we won't have this issue. Hey, yeah. What do you expect? Right. Right. So in this season, there are so many opportunities coming your way. Like God did not lose your cell phone number. He did not forget your scorecard. He did not forget how he put you together in your mother's womb. He is just doing an internal work in you and in your surroundings and the people that he is writing for you. Because most of the time, it's not even about you either. It's not even about you. No, it's not. It's not about you at all. Like you said earlier, God's preparing us for people that we don't even know. We can think about now, like some of the people that we're able to reach, even through this podcast, we didn't know that we would be here doing this in this season 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. We have no idea. However, all of our skills were being developed over those years. Both of us were out in corporate America. Both of us were in positions where we were leading other people, where we had positions where we had to be able to articulate properly and speak in front of people and strategize. We, you know, we thought we were just doing that for a season for those positions we were in. But guess what? That was training ground for where God was taking us. I remember I used to travel so extensively um, on this particular job, training other teams to use the software um, that our company had created. So I was going all over the place, you know, every week in a different city doing training um, with teams of people, um, higher, higher ups, higher, higher level management folk um, so that they could train the people under them. I think about that now, and I think about some of the contacts that I have and some of the things that I'm offering now. It's for higher people to train them to be able to better deal with those opportunities that they have in their lives. Same thing. What did you say? Different soil? Is that how you put it? Mm -hmm. God doesn't waste a thing. Not a day. Not one day. Not one day. He does not waste it. And not one day. it all comes down to the quality of the conversations that you're having with God. Mm. He said it before. You can say, why me? Or you can say, how are you going to use me in this season? What do you want me to see in this season? How do you want me to pray in this season? How do you want me to grow in this season? Because the Bible says that when we ask the things that he wants us to ask for, he gives it to us quickly. Because we're asking with his mind. That's good. Right? To his will. Yes. To his will. So we're asking the right things. It's like when, you, when your child asks for more vegetables, you might do a double take, but you will give them more vegetables. Here. Because here, I'll pile them on, right? right? So when we ask for the things that he knows are good for us, he's going to say, hello, yeah, yeah, I'll give it to you real quick. Yeah. yeah. So what are we asking for? What are we asking for? Well, that's good. That's food for thought. That's food for thought. You all that are listening, what are you asking for? Are you asking for the right thing in this season? Have you sought the face of the Father for what you should be doing, exactly what you should be doing in this season? Got to tap in. You got to know where God is moving, and you got to participate in what he is already doing. There is, I love what you said, how you said that. There are some groups that you have to join. There are, there are some organizations that are doing some awesome stuff that you can mm -hmm. join. There mm -hmm. are so many things that God wants to expose you to. And you have to have the right attitude. You have yeah. to. Yeah. You got to yeah. have the right, I'm available attitude. And just, mm -hmm. just, just, just watch what God's going to do. He's, he's just doing, he's doing the most in this season. Yeah. 
He really is. And one thing I want to add, um, as we're getting ready to wrap all this up, one thing I wanted to add was um, you have to be careful in this season that, you know, maybe it's still season. It may seem like there's not a lot going on, but you have to be particularly sensitive to who's in your circle and be open to God changing, disrupting your circle and creating a new circle. You know, you got to be open for that um, because this is the deal. The people in your last circle, um, they don't understand your, your, your next level. So you'll be trying to, they say, get, a, get blood out of a turnip. You'll be trying to uh, extrapolate resources and ideas and encouragement from a place that does not have the capacity to give that or release that to you. But when you shift and God says, now I'm going to change your circle, man, he'll put you in the midst of people who are already doing where, what, you're, what you want to do and they're already where you're trying to get to in this new season. So are you saying that there are some people in your old circle that need to be on a need-to-know basis? because they cannot even speak the language of your new season is that what you're saying yeah and yeah. that's that's gonna hurt a little bit I'm, I'm gonna be honest and sometimes the best way to do that is gonna be a clean cut it's gonna yeah. be a clean cut yeah and that's gonna hurt a little bit but i'm telling you it's it's almost when you have a band-aid on, on your arm or somewhere where you have hair and if you try to just do like one little bit at a time it, it it's just gonna hurt more it's just 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 do it. One, one pull, just do it. I'm telling you, um, it's going to be less for them. Um, again, I keep talking about communication because it's important. There are some, some conversations that you need to have. Just call a spade a spade. Just yeah. call it a spade a spade. Our season has ended. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. You're going North. I'm going South. That's it. That's it. It's not to be right or wrong. It's just that, um, this is it. This is the, we're out of fork. And forks go left or go right. And I'm just going to go this way. You're going to go that way. I'm going to love you. Praying for you. I'm good. Yeah. I, I, in this season, I'm running. Maybe you feel like you, you, you want to power walk. And that right. works for you. I'm happy that you power walking. I'm already in the, in the running stage. Already. Already in the running stage. Yeah. I love it. It's just okay. an, exciting, it's an exciting season where if you have been stuck, or, or waiting for God to tell you what to do. Just tie up those, those loose ends, those things that you were already working on. Clean up your house. Pack up if you need to pack up. Some of you are moving. One of the things that I will highly encourage you to, you, to do, even if you're not moving, is to go through your staff. Mm. Because everything is changing and I am physically moving, I will, I'm purging. And PK, you should see, like, I went through my desk, and I have a pretty big desk, and I had all these papers and stuff, and stuff that I don't need anymore. And I was going through so many things, and it was like, I felt lighter, like, the, I feel bad for the trash people. Like, I just began to clean up and throw away stuff and throw away stuff, and it just feels, like, lighter. There yeah. are some things that are not coming with me to the next season, and, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, that's good. So lighten the, lighten the load. So you have room for what God is going to give you in this next season. It's going to be awesome too. It is. It is. I'm excited. I, I'm telling you this season and our opportunity to be able to do this podcast together. I mean, in this podcast, listen, this podcast was birthed in that season of stillness for both of us. Right. right. So this is a perfect example. If you go back over the weeks, you'll hear conversations that really count and that are really relevant to any entrepreneur or any business owner who is really trying to do do their do operate or do their business or their ministry on a whole nother level. So I, I, I mean, it's been great. It's been fun. I mean, it's not over. You know, we talked about, you know, it's just maybe on pause for a minute, but we're still working. We are still working. Well, you know how awesome God is? That because we have you have the time, I have the time, and usually we don't have the time to birth this. And the moment that he calls us up, the break comes. That's right. That's right. Imagine if we had said, okay, let's now let's do the podcast. Yeah, wouldn't work, would it? Done. 
we missed opportunity. Oh, that's good. But the podcast episodes are up. They're ready for you to consume and, and, yeah. and, and listen and re-listen and listen. In, this, in the next few weeks, there are some big things going on. And hopefully you are rested. We're, I'm rested. I'm ready yeah, to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And I know we have so many things we talked about. I want to share this one thing. Then I'll ask PK what she's doing this summer. But I know that we mentioned before the VIP uh, time that you can spend together with us either in Boston or in the Atlanta area. So if you have been with us in this season uh, in the last three months and you're like, wow, these two coaches are amazing women of faith. They, they speak my language. They, I love how they do business. And I really think they can help me. Um, in the show notes, you'll have the link so you can connect with us and apply to work with us on a VIP day. It is going to be life changing. And yeah. what a great way for you to get ready for the fall um, than having an amazing uh, VIP day with us. And then having the time to implement all the things that we're going to share with you over yeah. that time together and then come out swinging uh, once um, you launch everything. So that's one thing that I wanted to share. And then I want to ask PK, what are you doing this summer? Man, there's so many exciting things going on right now. Um, one of the things that I'm super duper excited about is uh, my Next Level Up program that I'm launching. It's a brand new program for next level ministry leaders and next level entrepreneurs. And I'm having a live event in Atlanta on June 29th. It's the Next Level Up experience right here in Atlanta. And I'm excited because I have people registering, people want to get in the room. The room is going to be full of experts in different areas that anybody that's in ministry or business, these are people you want to know, people you want to connect with. They're part of the team that makes the whole Next Level Up package just work, right? And so if you're listening, you're in the Atlanta area, or you're not in the Atlanta area, get here. Um, and go to my website, uh, KimberlyJonesGlobal.com, and you can register for that event on, on that website. I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about the coaching uh, certification program that, I, um, that I've been teaching, and I've certified so many coaches all over the place still doing that. You need to get in summer school. You need to get in summer school and um, get your certification done, okay, so that you can go on and start doing the same thing that Catherine and I are doing out here, coaching and changing people's lives. That sounds like a pretty awesome summer. I am so excited that you get to do all those things. And I love the web the new website, KimberlyJonesGlobal.com. That's got a great ring to it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's my new, that's my expansion. That's my next level up. I love it. That's why um, you'll be able to, to click on that on the show notes. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. What are you doing? Tell us about what you're doing. Oh my God, there's so many things. Uh, so I've been sharing with my students and my clients that three years ago, I wrote my first prophetic novel. It, it's, it's awesome. And I haven't launched it because I didn't have permission. I didn't feel released okay. to share it. And finally, this summer, this Friday, the first day of summer, I, I start editing that novel and I'm so excited about it because um, God gave me the idea of the, the love story is already done and now I'm adding a teaching component to it for those that want to create a faith-based business or organization and don't know how to do it. I'm going to be teaching that through that novel. So I'm really excited about it. Um, so that's happening this summer. So um, I'm falling in love again this summer because when I wrote it, it was such a an amazing love story. So I'm excited to go back. Um, just like you, I am in the process of starting to promote your passion club. I'm so excited about that because I work with so many authors and they don't know how to how to promote their book, their, their program, their course. They have no idea how to implement it. They get, um, I know that I used to get really overwhelmed and I have so many books and I decided why not show them um, me setting up all those books online. And I was uh, telling you in the green room that the books that I have printed alone, mm -hmm. um, if I were to sell those in retail, that's $234. Wow. Without counting the books that are not printed. Mm -hmm. So setting all those up, 
automatically. So they're selling on a regular basis without me having to do anything. I'm going right. to be showing people how to do that for courses as well. So that's happening. And then in the fall, we are having a retreat uh, for corporate people that are trying to figure out how to leave their corporate jobs or more stuff com coming up on that as well. So we have an amazing packed summer and um, take the break, listen to the episodes, check the show notes so you can connect with PK on her new site, um, her new level up program, the things that she's working on her um, coaching um, in certification and the things that I have going on with the novel that hopefully will come out soon in um, the promote your passion club in um, the, the retreat. So that's all the things are happening, Yay. Uh, but this is the season. Yes, it is. It is. And listen, don't miss out. Don't sleep on this VIP day with Catherine and I, I mean that right there, that's going to be, that's going to be a game changer for those of you who take advantage of that. So you got to reach out and get both of us. We'll either be in Atlanta or Boston, right? And we'll just get it done. We'll get it done a whole day to get you up and running, uh, to catapult you into your next season. You know, we talked about circles changing, connections changing. Listen, you're not listening to this podcast just because you didn't have anything to do. I believe that God ordered your steps here and there is something that you should be getting from myself and Catherine Storm, and I'm excited about it. I believe that. I believe that. So remember your pause on purpose. Like PK would say, this is the season, and God has not forgotten about you. And I know for a fact that the moment when you least expect it, you're going to turn, and you're going to yeah. see your whole life change yeah. for the better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's been an exciting episode. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. Don't forget to go and subscribe to the podcast. Go back and listen to every single episode. Listen, we're taking a little break. And like Catherine said, it is an amazing opportunity for you to get caught up. You will not regret it. Take some time. You know what? You are worth it. You are worth taking some time going back, listening to the podcast, go out there, leave us some comments, record a comment and leave it um, so that we know that you've tuned in and you've connected with us. Thank you all for joining us today. And every time you've joined the episode of the Business, Ministry and Money podcast, we really appreciate you. Right, right Catherine? We sure do. And we'll see you super duper soon. Remember, you know where to find us on the show notes. We'll have all our information so you can co remain connected with us and all the books and all the programs and all the things that we are birthing because we were resting, but now we have been activated for duty. <laughs> Thank yes. you so much for listening. We'll see you soon.